This is attorney Andy Markintel and attorney Mark J. Victor. We are the attorneys for freedom live here from Freedom Fest. And you guys are listening to the Peace Radicals podcast. How's it going, Mark? Dude, this is such a great event. There's so many people here. We're making the podcast a little shorter because we got people lined up to come on the Peace Radicals right now. But some of these guests we can't turn down. We got one right now. Well, summarize uh, the Live and Let Live movement so we can get to the guests. So Live and Let Live, I'm going to give the short version here. Global peace movement. Look, we've been adrift. I don't care if you're an R or you're a D. Forget all that stuff. Think from scratch. Think how are we going to get to freedom and peace and prosperity. You know how we're going to get there? We're going to buy into the phrase live and let live. What does it mean? Live. What could live mean? Live your life. You are in charge of you. You are the iron-fisted dictator of your life. What does that mean to be the iron-fisted dictator? It means you're in charge of your stuff, your body, your property, your money, your time, period. That's what that means. We can still make suggestions, and we got some suggestions to make in the Live and Let Live movement. You're free to ignore them. We call this our moral principle. How about you just be a good human? You know what I mean here, but if you don't, we've got aspirational values that we're pushing. Open-mindedness, tolerance, voluntary kindness, civility towards other people building high levels of trust with other human beings and a commitment to truth and facts and rational thought. Why do we care about this stuff? Because what we're trying to do with these suggestions is optimize human happiness and well-being and minimize suffering. All that's left to think about, that's live, right? You're in charge of you. We got some suggestions. All that's left is let live. What could that mean? You got to let other people be the iron-fisted dictators of themselves. This is everybody. Even if people form little groups or big groups or corporations or even big scary governments, why would we ever want the government to violate the live and let live rule. So the government shouldn't be an aggressor. What's aggression? Don't use force. Don't use fraud. Don't use coercion. Don't put other people at a risk of harm. If you can refrain from doing that, and the reason you can't do that is because it violates the let live rule. When you do those things, you are not letting other people live. There it is. Live and let live in a nutshell. Check it out at liveandletlive.org. Be part of the solution instead of part of the problem. Once again, here's Andy's abridged version. Rule number one, which you have to follow, is don't hit me, don't take my stuff, and I don't care how big of a group you formed, you don't get to do that. Boom. Rule number two is, you know, it's not mandatory, it's optional, but we're going to strongly encourage you to don't be a jerk, just be a good human, be civil, let's get along with people. says it all, man, it says it all. If we could just all buy into that, you know, that's what you got to give up here is forcing other people to live how you want to live. If you can give that up, the, the, the payoff for that is freedom, peace, and prosperity. And that's what we're pushing with Live and Let Live. Let's get this awesome guest involved in the conversation. So we're talking to Jose Cordero, and he's actually here. He's from Madrid. 
And uh, I think, Mark, you mentioned that you met him in Columbia at Liberty International, of which he is also involved. I, I met Jose a couple of years, was it one or two years ago now, something like that. Down in Colombia, we had a great conference, a Liberty International conference, and Jose's very involved with a Liberty International, and I was very, very impressed with what he had to say, so I'm just honored to have him on Peace Radicals today. He's, he's also here promoting. He's the director of the Millennium Project, which I've only heard a couple of seconds for. I hope we get a full pitch for it. It sounds super interesting. Jose, welcome to the show. Well, thanks to both of you. It is a pleasure for me to be here. I was born in Venezuela, but Venezuela is a disaster, as you know. <laughs> it's a total um, communist, uh, totalitarian dictatorship. And so now I live in Madrid, in Spain. And in fact, I'm one of the directors of Liberty International. And we are hosting our next conference in Madrid next year, oh. in August uh, 2023. And, and tell people where to find out about that, because this is a wonderful group. This is the International Freedom Group. Yatsik is the president. Yatsik's a big supporter of Live and Let Live. We got a lot of Live and Let Livers over at Liberty International. Yes, uh, Yatsik is from Poland, and um, we are a very international team. While we are here at Freedom Fest, this is mostly American. I mean, there are obviously people from other countries because there are over 2,000 people here, so people from everywhere like myself. But um, Liberty International is truly international. And um, the last conference was in Medellin, Colombia, where we had a fantastic time, Mark. And now the, the, the current one will be next month in uh, Georgia, but not Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, former Soviet Union. Right in the Caucasus next to Armenia and Azerbaijan. So it's going to be a very interesting event in uh, Georgia. And next August uh, 2023, I am organizing it in Madrid, Spain. So all of you are welcome to come to Madrid to learn about the international um, uh, classical liberal movement that we call Liberty International. And how do people find out about Liberty International? Well, uh, just Google Liberty International <laughs> and it appears. Uh, but especially the World Conference, because it's really beautiful. Liberty International World Conference. And that. Uh, and I got to say, this is a really well put together conference Liberty International does. Last time, the food was great. There was entertainment. There are really freedom leaders from around the world. This is a very pro live and let live kind of group. They do excellent work. They've been around forever. There's just great people. Ken Schooland is very involved in this group. He's a good friend of mine for many, many years. So I really encourage people and uh, not a bad deal to go to Spain as well. Yes, of course. So everybody welcome to come to Madrid uh, next year. But in the meantime, I am working on rejuvenation technologies. Yeah, tell us about this. What is rejuvenation technologies? Well, it's the new technologies that will let us live long enough forever young. Not forever old, because people don't want to be indefinitely old, but people would like to be indefinitely young. And we are discovering many things about immortality, as I like to say, because uh, today we know that there are small immortal organisms, like uh, jellyfish, hydras, some medusas, they are biologically immortal, and also cells, even in our bodies. All the germ cells that we have, they do not age and they are called biologically immortal. That doesn't mean that they don't die, because when we die, those cells in our bodies, even though they do not age, they die with us. But there is also something 
equally important. Not only germ cells are biologically immortal because they do not age, but cancer cells discover how not to age. Cancer cells are mutant cells, are mutations or normal cells that stop aging process. And this is what is common in all cancer cells. Uh, it doesn't matter, prostate, um, uh, leukemia, uh, any kind of cancer that you have, what is common is that those cells do not age and they keep on growing and reproducing and growing and reproducing. So basically they eat the body and then the body dies and the cancer cells within the body also die, but they do not age. And this was discovered a long time ago that cancer cells basically stops uh, the aging process. And now scientists are understanding what the cancer has done and the cancer didn't go to university, you know? A cancer didn't go to Harvard or MIT. I am a graduate from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and I can tell you, cancer never went to university, not even to school. But however, it discovered how to stop aging, and it didn't cost one dollar. Cancer cell did it free and without any education, and now we are understanding how this happened biologically. And we are very close to curing cancer and curing all diseases, and especially the mother of all diseases, which is aging itself. That's right. Aging is the worst kind of disease. And aging is what gives you eventually cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, heart attacks, and so on and so on. And, and if we stop aging, then we will stop basically most diseases we know of today. Okay, well, th these are all incredibly novel concepts for me. So help me understand as somebody who's kind of trying to um, understand all this for the first time. So we recognize in nature there are certain cells that just don't age in the sense that they never die unless whatever they're attached to or feeding from dies the host dies basically and we even we don't have to go too far we can recognize that there are such cells in our own body uh, cancer has this property germs in our body have this property okay that's fine knowing all that how do we apply that to stop aging in the human body uh, well I will tell you something also equally important. Uh, Ten years ago, in the year 2012, there was a Japanese scientist that discovered that there, there are four genes that control aging. And if you change those genes, you can accelerate aging, um, slow aging, or even more important, reverse aging. Mm, wow. This was so incredible that he got the Nobel Prize very quickly. I mean, he discovered this in 2006, and in six years he got the Nobel Prize. His name is Shinya Yamanaka. I actually visited him at the University of Kyoto, where he's a professor. And, and obviously he's very famous after discovering these four genes. He did this in the, in the skin of uh, mice. Uh, but mice are also biologically very close to humans. We are 90% equal, our genomes 90% equal to, to the mouse. And so scientists discovered later that these four genes are the same in humans. And now we are able to reverse aging in cells. And even more important, since 2020, two years ago, another uh, very famous biologist at Harvard, his name is David Sinclair, he did this at the organ level not just one cell, but one wow. organ. And he took the eyes, because the eyes are very small, self-contained organs. And uh, he took um, mice, because again, we do this first with animals, and mice are so close to humans, like all mammals, very related. So anyway, he took uh, mice that were the equivalent of 80 human years, that were blind already, and he 
change these uh, Yamanaka genes, these Yamanaka factors, and the mice uh, got their vision back. Wow. So they went from age of 80 to age 20 wow. for the eyes of mice. Just the eyes, like the rest of the mouse was still aging. Yes. But the eyes had reversed and had he reversed the aging in them. Yes, because uh, obviously we are doing this um, step by step. First at the cell level, then at the organ level. And we, uh, after eyes, scientists are working on other organs like kidneys, livers, heart, and so on and so forth. This will probably take between five and 10 years until we can rejuvenate other organs. And then eventually, the idea is to rejuvenate the whole organism, the complete body. Wow, that's great. What does this look like? Is this a shot? Is this some kind of a, a transplant? Is it a pill that we take, a cream you rub on? What is this going to look like? Yes, um, very good question. Eventually, it will probably be an injection or a pill, uh, like the COVID uh, vaccine. It, it might be a vaccination, eventually. And, and that for the mice, in fact, it was injections on the eyes of the mice. And these genes begin um, changing, rejuvenating the eyes of the mice. So it will probably be like that, an injection or a pill. So it's a genetic type of a therapy? Is that, is that what we're doing, manipulating the genes? Yes, th that is why these are called gene therapies. Is this involved with the CRISPR project? Is that what's going on? The CRISPR is also very related in a way because it's one of the main gene therapies. Um, but but um, there are so many other areas. Also, another thing I can tell you is the stem cells. Stem cells. Stem cell yeah. Therapies are important because the stem cells are the mother of all the other cells, and we are discovering many things. And uh, you know, I am an engineer, and as an engineer, I see what works in nature, and I just try to replicate it. Sure. And because germ cells do not age, cancer cells discover how not to age, and some small organisms also do not age, we know immortality is possible because it already exists in nature today. We, we don't have to philosophize or go to Mars. No, no, no. Even in our bodies, we have germ cells that do not age, which are the best ones, the sexual cells, very important cells, but also the worst one, cancer cells, discover how not to age. And we are very close to understand those mutations, really close. Between five to 10 years, we will understand how all cancers are produced, how all these mutations work, and we will be able to use them to live young, to rejuvenate the body in a good way, not in a bad way like cancer does, but in a positive way like the uh, germ cells do. I wonder if there's like a point of no return with an organism or an organ or something like that, if it's aged too much where the reversing is just not, not possible. Well, um, as it has been um, done on clinical trials, even with humans, uh, they are beginning now with eyes for humans because uh, it works in mice, you know, and it is not that complex. So uh, in Japan, because Japan has very old elderly people and also many blind people, uh, average age in, in Japan now is like about 45 and life expectancy is 86 the highest in the world, so they have elderly people, so they are giving these treatments, changing also the regulations, because the FDA in the USA is very complicated, and it regulates everything. In Japan, they are allowing older people who want to use these therapies that already work in mice to test them on humans. So um, you can control uh, what has been discovered, how far back in time you take those cells. And um, you can go all the way uh, to um, embryonic state, 
to, to when you were starting as a, as a person, as a human, or as an organism, <laughs> if you were a mouse. That sounds like pure science fiction. It wasn't that long ago for Andy, actually. <laughs> but, but obviously, we don't want to go that far back. We probably want to stop between age 20 and 30. And this is what is being experimented. And again, in mice, they could have taken these mice to the equivalent of age 5 for humans, but they stopped at age 20 equivalent for humans. You know, it sounds like this stuff is coming. And this is one of the reasons I'm so optimistic about the future. Because, I mean, this is only one thing that's coming, right? I mean, it makes me wonder how this will interact with nanotechnology, which is also coming. Artificial intelligence, which is also coming. But this is only coming if we can have the freedom in the environment to continue the research and of continue course. to experiment and do these kinds of things. There are also lots of existential risks coming that we got to deal with, which is one of the reasons I say that the Live and Let Live project is the most important thing going on in the world, because if we can't create the conditions under which people can do the kind of science that they need to do to make these great things happen. Not just are we not going to progress, we're going to regress, right? Because yes. technology can also be used for really bad, destructive purposes as well. What are your thoughts on some of the really big existential risks? And I'm thinking about things like synthetic biology and engineering, people with bad ideas, who are, who are an evil people who want to engineer... Just uh, decide to make a virus or something. Deadly pandemics and artificial intelligence and the proliferation well, of nukes and these kinds of things. Well, let me tell you, I'm very practical, and I look at uh, what people die of today. Yeah. And 90% um, of the people in the USA die of age-related diseases. Age-related diseases. 90% of the people. Those wow. are diseases related to neurodegenerative uh, processes in the brain like Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, then heart uh, diseases, heart trouble, and then cancer. Those are the three main causes, and they comprise uh, a total of 90% of Americans dying of this. 10% of everything else combined together. Yeah, that, so, that number is actually surprising yeah, to me. So. It is. So, so obviously uh, there are wars. Obviously there is terrorism. Obviously uh, there are storms. And there are, uh, uh, you know, even you might say climate change or whatever. Uh, there are religious problems. Um, there is AIDS. There is COVID. And there are accidents. There are homicides. But you add all of those together everything together uh, um, and it it is only 10% everything else is is age related and that is why we have to stop aging aging is the uh, common enemy of all of humanity uh, if we have a common enemy it is not the russians or the muslims or the climate change or even the aliens the extraterrestrials no 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 the enemy is aging and it is the common enemy for humanity and I repeat, it kills 90% of us. I, I know that you're in the biological realm when you're talking about immortality, but just to bring it over to the world of AI, computers, software, uploading your consciousness, things like that, this stuff really fascinates me, right? There, there's people that are seriously working on right now figuring out a way to basically download your memory yes. as if downloading a computer program. Uh, uh, absolutely, and I think we are going to pass the famous Alan Turing test mm -hmm. by 2029. Wow. This is what my friend uh, Ray Kurzweil at Singularity University 
university the, says. The Turing test just, that's when you can convince, or a, a computer can convince you that it's alive or sentient, yes, right? Yes, and, and actually it may happen even earlier, but he says 2029, we will pass the Alan Turing test and therefore you will not know anymore if you are talking to a machine or to a human. In fact, do you know if I am a human? Uh, well, by 2029, you will not know if I am a human wow. or not. Uh, this means, you know, this means prosecutors are going to start sounding human, right? You, oh, jeez. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not all, sorry, I should never have said don't that. Don't broad brush I, all I know of them. No, I don't want to broad brush all of them. But, you know, there's a few out there that Just I wonder. most yeah. of them are heartless. Some, machines. some, some. So anyway, yeah, we live between the last mortal generation and the first immortal generation. So I ask people, where do you want to be? It's very simple. And those who want to die, they are free to die. So tell, tell people how they can follow you, if they can follow your work, what's going on, how they learn about these new developments. Where do they go? Um, well, um, I work with um, the Millennium Project, and we do forecasts for humanity 10, 20, 50 years into the future, so people can uh, go and look for uh, um, the Millennium Project. And another group um, that I am um, heavily involved with is Humanity Plus. Humanity Plus, we talked about uh, the singularity, transhumanism, immortality, all the big things happening in the future. So those two groups I'm uh, very involved with, and obviously Liberty International, and everybody is welcome to join us in Madrid in August 2023. Fantastic. We'll put a bunch of links. Go check them out. Go check out these wonderful organizations and crazy projects that he is involved in. Wow. Really thought-provoking stuff. Jose, yeah. thank you so much for appearing on the podcast with us today. Uh, my pleasure, and I want to do this again in the year 2045 when we will be rejuvenated. Aha. And we will remember today when we were old. Yeah, I love that. And, and we'll have our, our 20-year-old wives who we've been with for 50 <laughs> years by then. I'll be an embryo. Yeah, Andy will be an embryo. <laughs> All right, everybody, this is attorney Andy Mark and attorney Mark J. Victor. We're the Peace Radicals. Peace. Peace.